Welcome to another edition of Creative Impact on WEMU-FM. I'm Deb Pollack, President and CEO of Creative Washtenaw and your solo host for the show until David returns for, from his medical leave. Thanks for listening and we, as we welcome creative guests and explore the impact of the arts and creative industries in Washtenaw County. You know, a few years ago during the holidays, my husband Russ and I went to England to visit my daughter, Lindsay, and her English wife, Anna. Anna wanted us to experience what she explained as a very... British family holiday tradition called the Panto. And you know, as much as Russ and I know theater, we didn't know anything about Pantos. We went to Peter Pan, starring none other than David Hasselhoff, in the lead role of Hoff the Hook. It was a blast. What's a Panto? Our guest, musician and composer Ryan Mackenzie Lewis knows, and we're going to welcome Ryan to the show right now. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, sure, absolutely. We're glad to have you. So you and Carla Malark, the co, um, uh, the artistic director of Theater Nova in Ann Arbor, wrote A Very British Christmas, uh, which is a panto that is opening on December 3rd and runs through January 2nd. Before we get into your creative process, how would you describe a panto? Pantos um, are, uh, like you said, a very uh, British tradition. They came out of the 16th century Commedia dell'arte. Um, it is uh, always done around the holiday times here, and uh, it usually features some some beloved classic story that is loosely retold in a very <laughs> funny and slapstick, family-friendly way. Absolutely. You mentioned Commedia dell'arte, and um, those that kind of theater, which I was familiar with, is very physical, and it has rather formulaic plots acted out by stock characters, easily identified by their costumes. Characters like Harlequin and the maiden Columbina and the sad clown Perot, which some people may be a familiar with, the Brits made this into their own form and kind of own the panto. The three panthers I've seen um, were familiar, Peter Pan, Treasure Island, and an English fable called Dick Whittingham. Um, you mentioned that the stories are usually familiar. Uh, is that how you and Carla started yours? A- absolutely, yeah. So um, we have written, I think, six of them now. Oh my gosh. And, yeah, and so... Um, yeah, always a f- sort of familiar um, stories. We actually did um, uh, Dick Whittingham one one year and sort of changed DJ Whittingham, and that's <laughs> kind of some of the you know usual uh, twists and turns that Pantos take. And uh, this year it's a take on uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, which I'm assuming most people are familiar with. And um, yeah, it's very physical. So we have three actors in the show uh, that do all the parts. So they're constantly. If they're not on stage singing or doing their scenes, they're off stage doing quick changes or running around the building. And, um, yeah, very physical. And um, it's, uh, like I said, it's Rudolph, but, it you know, we have our own take on it, and it takes some twists and turns like Panto's or want to do. Yeah, so you you know, as Commedia dell'arte said, Pantos usually have stock characters or character types. Do your three actors um, encompass all of those? And what are they? Absolutely, yeah. Most Pantos have... Um, uh, the tradition of a dame role, uh, as they would call it in England, which is a, a, a man playing uh, a female character in drag, uh, which is usually always very over the top. And uh, there's a lot of audience participation, especially with that dame role. Um, and there's usually always a pants role, which is sort of the opposite of that, which is um, a female actor doing a uh, male actor role, usually like a, a young boy protagonist role. Um, so we have those very stock uh, uh, characters in there. And... Um, 
you know, have a, a lot of other tropes that are in there. Usually there's always very topical things, um, very topical humor, very topical jokes. If there's political people, you know, <laughs> who are um, in the news, we'll usually try to drop them into the stories as well. So you mentioned the audience, um, and th- these are really interactive. So how do you encourage the art- audience to participate? Well, one good thing about being able to write these pantos for an American audience is we can tell them through the story what they should be doing. You know, in, in England, when you go see a panto, everybody kind of knows what to do. Everybody knows the, the response is when the villain comes out, everybody boos and hits Right. It. And so because we don't have that tradition here and people usually don't know what to do, it's nice that we can write it in and the, the characters and the actors can basically tell the audience, hey, here's what we do and here's how, how, how you do this sort of thing. So rather than having, you know, just long exposition of like, here's how a panto works and have it be very boring, we're able to integrate it right into the story and, and have a lot of the interaction where, you know, it's not awkward when uh, the actors talk directly to you and ask you to respond. And usually us American audiences, you know, just kind of like to sit there and view things. Right. So ta- that's how different. we're trained. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so, so as the show goes on, do they, do, does the audience get more and more into it and understand what they're supposed to be doing? And, and actually, uh, and with that question, um, does it sometimes change the course of the, the show? Is there some improv that comes from the audience? Absolutely. Yeah. Usually it takes them a little bit to warm up to, you know, really understand uh, that it's okay to interact, or, you know, to boo when the villain comes on. Uh, and uh, yes, it does totally change the course of the show as it goes <laughs> on. And um, usually uh, all the actors that we cast for these shows have to have some improv background and be really quick on their feet and uh, be able to adjust to what's happening with the audience. And sometimes we have to write, you know, um, alternate scenes. You know, if it goes this way, we do this. If it goes this way, we do that. And um, so, yes, yeah, the, the the whole the whole team, the whole creative team, and behind the scenes team, and on stage team, kind of have to really be on their toes for every show because a lot of times they're different every time. And every show is its own unique show. You'll never see it twice. This is Creative Impact on WEMU 89.1 FM. We are learning about the Panto Theater tradition from our guest, Ryan McKenzie Lewis. He is a musician, composer, and the co-author of A Very British Christmas, Theater Nova's production in the Panto tradition. You know, after seeing and loving Huff the Hook and Peter Pan, Russ and I wondered why that Panto really hadn't crossed the pond to the U.S. It's so much fun. We didn't have the gumption, though, to produce one like you and Carla have. Um, And so what inspired the two of you? Where did you guys reach to that that you knew about Pantos? Uh, First of all, I'm sad that I didn't get to see David Hasselhoff in in that personally. That sounds amazing. It was. Um, Yeah, several years ago, I think six years ago, um, well, I had written two Pantos um, for Eastern Michigan University. They had done two um, uh, Pantos, and so I got to really dive into the style and sort of understand what was going on with it and and all those little things that, you know, make them so magical and um, uh, because they do them every year in England and they're so popular. Um, And so really diving into to what, um, you know, what made them so special. And so that was a a nice intro to that. Uh, And then Carla had this idea to let's write a panto for Christmas. It'd be great. It'll be like, it'll be easy. It'll be no big deal. (laughs) And so I was like, okay, Carla sounds great. So take Uh, us into she lied to me about uh, <laughs> <laughs> it being uh, easy and good. But 
um, yeah, it's you know it's a, it's a, so such an interesting process because we usually start with the idea in the summertime and um, sort of bat around some ideas of like, oh, this could be wacky. We could do this and this. Um, but because one of the the key things in Pantos is there's so much um, pop culture, so many pop culture references and so many topical references, it's hard to really write them before you know uh, October. Um, because we're trying to get so many topical things, and if things are happening in the news, like, you know, we've done it for the last six years, so there's a lot of, like, Trump jokes and Trump characters and, um, uh, you know, other politicians that are in the news and stuff. So um, so it's an interesting thing to be able to have this crunch time where you have to get all this in and writing new songs for it and parodying songs. Um, so it, it is kind of a crazy um, uh path that we go on every year. So um, we've got just a minute or so left, and but tell me um, about the music. That's what you do. Uh, is it based on familiar music, or do you write something new for the show all the time? Combination of both. So one of the traditions are having popular tunes where they'll change the words to it. Um, so we use a lot of you know pop tunes and older tunes that the audiences already know and change the words to fit our story. Um, and uh, then I do write songs for the shows every year. Um, I think there's three or four songs this year um, that are original tunes, um, and sometimes those are mixed in with the popular tunes. So it's, it's nice to have the flexibility to, hey, this song would be funny to parody this, you know, in this way, and having the freedom to do that, and, uh, um, and then also being able to, uh, you know, write music uh, specifically for the show each year. I imagine there's a lot of singing along. That's Ryan Mackenzie Lewis. He is a musician, composer, and the co-author of A Very British Christmas, a holiday production in the Panto tradition running December 3rd through January 2nd at Ann Arbor's Theater Nova. Ryan, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Learn more about Ryan and A Very British Christmas, including ticket information at WEMU.org. I'm Deb Pollack, President and CEO of Creative Washtenaw, and until David Fair returns, your solo host for Creative Impact. This is your community NPR station, 89.1 WEMU-FM and WEMU-HD1 Ypsilanti.